August 14th. Nineteen forty-five. Anybody know what happened on August fourteenth in nineteen forty-five? VJ Day. The end of World War II. And do you think that there was some joy that day? Do you think that there was some excitement? Finally, the world could be at peace again, if only for a little while. <laughs> for we live in a broken world, the already but not yet. And that really came home to me this past week as I was working on today's sermon, sermonette. Meditation, short homily. <laughs> Open your Bibles to Romans chapter 15, if you would. As, as I began talking to people about this third theme in Advent, the theme of joy, I wasn't seeing joy on people's faces. I was seeing sadness. I was seeing despair. And I, and I was seeing stress. Because of broken relationships. Because of estranged children. Mothers and fathers not knowing where their children are. And the knowledge that some children trying to find a way back home, but they just don't know how. And the themes of hope and, and peace and joy can sometimes seem very, very elusive when your heart is breaking for a loved one. Especially if your heart is breaking for a child. So how do we find hope in a hopeless situation? Or peace when we cannot sleep and feel unrest? Or even joy. When the one thing that we think will bring us joy seems to be elusive. And I think that's where this passage in Romans can really help us. Paul is a realist. He knows that sometimes life is just hard because we live in this broken world. But in the midst of the brokenness, in the midst of the pain, we need to hold firm to the 
faith that we have. And we need to do that together. In the 15th chapter, beginning with verse 5, listen to what he writes to the church in Coronado. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs so that the Gentiles may glorify God for his mercy as it is written. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing hymns to your name. And again, it says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you people, and sing praises to him, all you people. And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations, and the Gentiles will hope in him. Oh, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him so that you may overflow with hope in the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, these are words of encouragement for people who are living in a broken world. People who are facing uncertainty in their futures. Who need endurance and encouragement. And we find that endurance and that encouragement in the unity of the body of Christ. There was a battle plan that was laid out from the foundations of the earth. For God knew when he created the world that sin would rear its ugly head. And that the relationship between God and creation would be broken. But he had a plan. And hope was born. And that plan was shared with the patriarchs. As God chose his people through whom he would reveal himself to the world. And Jesus is the fulfillment of that hope. And it is Jesus that we celebrate today. And it is Jesus in the quiet stillness of the moment who gives us joy, even in the midst of sorrow. August 14th, 1945. World War II came to an end. There was victory. 
But people still died on August 15th. Even though the war was won, the battles continued. For three, they would continue for decades. In 1972, a Japanese soldier was discovered on the island of Guam. In 1974, a Japanese soldier still fighting a battle that had already been lost or won was discovered in the Philippines and another on an island in Indonesia. How heartbreaking. But that doesn't make the pain any less real. Or the, or the grieving of the families any less significant. And that's what we talk about when we say the already but not yet. When we look at the cross, we see victory. And yet there are still those who do not know that hope, that peace, or that joy. And some of those are people that we know and we love. And so while we look forward to the return of Christ, we will celebrate the birth of our Savior in just over two weeks. A Savior who is the Prince of Peace, who does bring hope to the hopeless, peace to the restless. And in those quiet moments, when we feel completely overwhelmed by our circumstances, that spark of joy that lets us know that even though it's not yet what it one day will be, the victory has already been given to us. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the victory that is ours in Christ. And we pray, Lord, that you would come and that you would come quickly. But selfishly, Lord, we pray for our loved ones who are lost. We pray for those with whom we are estranged. And we ask, Lord, that you would give us the courage and the endurance to be overflowed with hope and peace through the power of the Holy Spirit. that we might know in the depths of our hearts the fullness of your joy. Thank you for listening to Island Recast. For more information, please go to gmpc.org. Endurance and encouragement.
endurance and encouragement is my prayer for you. As we continue to move through this Advent season, as we cast an eye to the new year, knowing that God continues to rule in truth and grace. Let that truth and grace be evident in our lives as we work together in love that the world might know that the war is over. The victory has been declared. Let's minimize the casualties in the future by letting people see the fullness of Jesus in us. And we will find joy and we'll find it together. Amen.